Hi, I'm Angus McGruther. And I'm Mala Gadia. And this is episode 12 of Auslander. <laughs> Conversations with creative Aussies living in Berlin. This week we have... Yuka Manuka. She is a musician, a singer. She plays the violin. She plays something called the shamazen. She Shemazen. can tell us more about that. Yeah. Um, she is from Queensland. And we met her about a month ago when she was gigging with Zap, which... Um, a couple of episodes ago, we had Gabrielle Miller on the show. And shortly after that, we went to one of her shows, which was fantastic, at yeah. this venue called the York Schlossen in <laughs> Kreuzberg. And um, it was just such a fun night. And we yeah. were like drinking wine and everyone was like dancing around. It was around. a really cool, fun night. And then we met Yuka and then we asked her to chat with us. And we'd like to say a special thanks to J2C facilities who um, have kindly lent us their studio space and their media branch, Welcome to the New World, who showed us how every, all their gadgets work and we're super happy in our new home. Yeah, we've got a whole sort of setup here, which is awesome. And, and I'm sure you can hear the quality difference. <laughs> it's so good. You can probably hear my stomach growling throughout this yes, episode. Yes, the so. whole time. <laughs> anyway, um, here is the next episode. Hi, Yuka. Hi. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> On this beautiful sunny day and you've yes. come in to bring in extra sunshine. Yeah. Um, where to start? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start with Shamisen. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So tell me, tell me, so you play, I know what a violin is, but what's yeah. a Shamisen? So a Shamisen is like a Japanese folk instrument. It's got a tradition of about 300 years in Japan. It came from China originally mm -hmm. and it's like a three-stringed, I guess people describe it as a three-stringed lute. It's kind of like a banjo. So the body's like got skin on both sides, kind of like a drum right. and you play the strings you hold it like a banjo and you play the strings but you strike up down on the strings with a large plectrum yeah that's like quite it looks like one of those things that you scrape ice off a car window with right oh, okay. and yeah you kind of strike on it and it's there's different types but there are some from like the geisha musical tradition and mm -hmm. then some from like a northern japanese uh actually blind monks used to play it so yeah and now it's becoming more popularized in like amongst youth culture in japan yeah. and yeah it's moving around the world okay which brings me to your background and your heritage because yeah. your name is yuka so yeah. i'm assuming you're from well, somebody is from Japan. Yeah, yeah. My mum's half Japanese. I mean, I'm half Japanese. My mum's <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, so her, my, my dad's from New Zealand. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually not really Australian. I identify as Australian, I guess, because yeah. I grew up there. But I was born in New Zealand. Okay. My father's from New Zealand and my mum's from Japan. Yeah. And then yeah. where did you grow up? In, in Australia. In pretty Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you? About exactly um, in Port Douglas near Cairns. Nice. Oh no yeah. way! Oh, yeah, it's such a nice part. One of, of my the friends world. is from there. Jai, I don't know if you know Jai. He's an artist. <laughs> yeah, Jai Vasicek. I know yeah, some Jais, but yeah, maybe not <laughs> that everyone particular in, yeah. Jai. <laughs> There's so many Jais in Australia, but nowhere else. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah, I went to Port Douglas with him, and it was amazing. Nice. Yeah, yeah I think it's changed a lot since I lived there, but yeah. yeah. And when did you leave New Zealand to come to Australia? When I was like a baby. Okay, yeah. so you, negligible. Yeah. So you are kind of Aussie. <laughs> yeah, I identify as Australian. I think. Cool. And um, what brought you to Berlin, and when did you arrive? 
I got here about five years ago. It's nearly my five-year anniversary Yay. of coming yeah. to Berlin. Um, and my boyfriend and I moved here. Um, where We make music together. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I've been doing music in Australia for so many years and just finding um, that the niche of music that I'm interested in doesn't have much of an audience in Australia. Sure. And also just wanting to leave Australia. Yeah. Just wanting yeah. to get New out adventures. there. and yeah. What's the niche that you're interested in? So we were kind of making like futuristic R&B soul kind of music, cool. which like at that time in Australia, it was just when like, I don't know if you've heard of the band Hiatus Coyote, some friends yeah. of ours from uh-huh. Melbourne, but it was kind of when they were starting and now there's a beautiful scene for that style of music um, happening centred around Melbourne. Okay. But before that, it was really barren, you know, yeah. so it was hard for people like us to, you know, we're doing gigs like in a restaurant for yeah. like 20 people, sure. you know. <laughs> and what were the influence for that sort of genre? Um. I guess a lot of stuff coming out of LA and London. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, back in the days, I guess things like Flying Lotus and Georgia Ann Muldrow and I don't know, some sort of underground. They're even still quite underground. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not so much Flying Lotus and like Thundercat and this breed of like new, I guess, from stemming from Soul Quarian movement, like but yeah, LA, not not East Coast, but LA. Yeah. But yeah, there's lots of there was lots of cool shit happening at that time and yeah. yeah. Can I say Yeah, shit? you can say <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Sorry, I just Slipped um, out. <laughs> That's fine. And so at the time that you left Melbourne, was there a bit of a buzz around the whole Berlin thing? Like I guess so, yeah. I mean, what was it like for you guys? Did you when did you leave? Uh well We're old hands. Two thousand eight. And at the time, like Ten years mm, ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. two thousand and seven. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah right. but I've sort of been back and forth. I haven't stayed the entire time. But yeah. two thousand eight, um well, it was funny, there was like a sort of undergroundish buzz about Berlin, but yeah. it wasn't really like everyone now in Australia is like, oh, Berlin. But yeah, totally. back then it was like, oh, we're going to go to Paris or London or mm. New York. True. And I was like, come to Berlin. They're like, mm. It just, it wasn't as popular. It's, it's become so popular very yeah. quickly in the last five years. I would yeah, say. yeah. Yeah. I remember even then, like if I met an Aussie on the street, I'd be like, oh, what are you doing? Where are you from? And mm. wow. And yeah, it's kind of like, oh yeah. Hey, Every now day. they're a dime a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> Every like third wave coffee shop you walk into yeah. is like exactly. probably run by Australians actually. <laughs> Enough so to, to um, qualify a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Episode 12. Hence, yeah. at least we're 12 here. of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and is your boyfriend also Australian? Yeah, yeah, we moved here together. Okay, so um, and what sort of musician is he? Uh, he's a bass player and a producer. Yeah. And and so you collaborate together and and do you find that Berlin is is has the perfect platform for your for your musical instrument interests and that sort of thing? Kind of, but actually like I was really I was really surprised when we first moved here. Like I I don't know why I had it in my head that Berlin had like the ultimate music scene, live mm. music scene. And then when we arrived, we kind of discovered that it didn't and right. I think maybe London or Paris actually has the ultimate or LA, you know, but in sort of Europe zone, London or Paris probably has the ultimate music, live music scene. And Berlin's definitely just all about electronic music, which is dope because like before I moved here, even though the music that we make is largely electronic, um, that, that Adam and I make together is largely electronic. Um, yeah, I found that I I wasn't really enjoying like techno and other forms of electronic mm-hmm. music until I moved here, and oh, then yeah. I just it all that opened up. A lot of people get into it. Yeah, it happened to me, but it happened a bit later. But it was a bit like I didn't really get 
the clubbing thing, the electronic thing, mm. the yeah. appreciation for the sounds. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and, and you know, like, different venues playing different different types of electronic. You know, if you yes. go to this place or this club, then it's this DJ or this kind of vibe. Yeah. Totally, they're like deep house, minimalist tech, and I'm like, yeah, I don't like, know, it's all different to me. But yeah, <laughs> now, now you know that. the difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what What is um the most kind of ridiculous named genre that you've heard in Berlin? In Berlin, I mean, because you can get some pretty ridiculous. You mean like deep like, down, like what? Well, like what are you talking about? Like what I was guess. that? What was that one? Like oh, that well, deep house and like no, minimalist tech, but th- there's a normal yeah kind of. Well, okay, but if you go, further, like, <laughs> yeah, like they specific, sound bad to me. <laughs> yeah, like at the beginning, I was like, what is that? But I, I don't know. If you said like I don't know, scando slashy electronic <laughs> deep house R and B jazz. You're like. R&B jazz, yeah. yeah. I feel and like I vegan. don't. vegan? <laughs> totally. Like vegan I mean, instrument. I feel like I don't hear people. <laughs> <laughs> vegan instrument. Well, I don't know. Uh, like, it's violin's vegan probably vegan. Oh, no, violin's not vegan. No, no, like, instruments the are really vegan, no. are they? Well. They've all got, like, ivory or cat gut or skin or yeah, like horse hair. Are, or, yeah, Yeah, they've true. all got something. Very true. We've killed something together. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, made minimalist deep house vegan night at yeah. some place. <laughs> That's what I, I mean. I bet that exists. I'm sure exists. there's a vegan band out there that's like, <laughs> their sound is vegan. <laughs> that's so funny. So how old were you when you started playing the violin? Um, ten. Ten. And, and were you just always interested or was it something nah. your parents were like, here you go? <laughs> no, I, I, was, I wasn't interested when I was a kid. I was growing up in Port Douglas. I don't think they even had a string program in Port Douglas. We yeah. were just like running around eating mangoes off the ground. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But then uh, my family moved to the Gold Coast, yeah. um, the echelon of creativity of Australia. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, w- I started going to a school and the first friend that I made played the violin. So I was like, I want to do that too. Yeah. But then soon I discovered that I actually really liked it. Mm. And so thanks to her. Thanks, Kim Kwok, if you're out there. Kim <laughs> Kimberly Kwok, thanks to you. Is she still playing the violin? No idea. No. I'm not even in touch <laughs> with her. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Kim Kwok. <laughs> Cool. And so can you tell us a bit about your creative process? So if you're collaborating with your boyfriend, how does that work on a like a day-to-day basis? Um, so yeah, it's interesting you're asking this now because we just started like yesterday and for the rest of this month, we've just started like this plan to do five hours in the studio every single day, but not necessarily together. So we don't always work that great both in the same room together mm-hmm. because I guess he's trying to produce which requires a a lot of technical messing around with technical stuff which is you know boring to spectate on yeah um and b yeah just that he he has his own process and he doesn't you know he needs privacy to do it and I'm exactly the same I need sure. privacy to like try out super weird vocal ideas so we tend to be like I guess we live together so we tend to be in the same space but in different rooms working simultaneously mm-hmm. right and not necessarily on the same thing. But, yeah, so okay. anyway, to paraphrase that, I'm a very solitary yep. creator. Yeah, yeah. I need to be by myself because otherwise I get self-conscious. And Yeah, I absolutely. I get it. Yeah. And what are you – what are your – What's your repertoire of instruments and are you working with a computer at the same time? And Yeah, so I use Logic as well, what you guys are using to record this. Um, and – I don't really do much producing. Like I do producing in the sense of arranging. So I'll multi-track my sessions for like violin, vocals and now shamisen. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
yeah, I don't really deal with like drum machines and stuff like that. Right. And I have a keyboard, but I don't use it a lot. Like mm-hmm. I generally tend to leave the production to Adam um, because he's better at it than me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. But I love multi-tracking. It's my favorite thing to do. Like I would never just write a single vocal line and record that and be like, well, I'm done. You know, I, yeah. I tend to <laughs> really want to add harmonies and weird bits coming in the side. And yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Great. How did you get involved with Zap? Um, I know Gabrielle, who you've interviewed already, um, from Australia, vaguely. I, like we kind of knew each other from a distance in Brisbane. And then when I moved here, I knew that she lived here. So we got in touch yeah. and we became besties right away. And then I started guesting with their band every now and again. And then eventually they were like, come on tour with us. And yeah, now I play with them quite regularly when they play in Berlin. But I imagine it's very different music to what you're creating at home. Super different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's also like showing us that, like I studied classical and jazz violin. So right. it's also, I guess because it's kind of swing jazz, it's showing a side of what I've always done. Yeah. Um, and I, I enjoy it heaps. Like I also just really like being on stage with them because it's super fun. Yeah. We're like fun. throwing toys at each other yeah. and everyone's laughing and gargling beer and like, you know, just yeah. doing all sorts of crazy shit. So yeah, it's yeah. awesome. It's fun for me. Yeah. And like... If I get paid at the end of the night, I'm like, yay, yeah. <laughs> that's a bonus. So. Like the hustle you had to do last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to oh, my show, goodness. It was just like, yeah. You had to hustle around, did you? Well, I did. Yeah. No, she, well, Angus watched while we yeah, went around the crowd. Yeah, I was sipping wine while they were like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Asking for money, begging for people to buy our <laughs> CDs. It actually works really well, though. You yeah. just have to put yourself out there exactly. and offer, you know. Yeah, cool. Um, so do you find that. Berlin has nurtured your art or, or oh, what, that's you a, said you were a bit disappointed with like your the live music scene yeah yeah that's a very yeah that's that's deep that's mm. deep that's <laughs> why it's we're deep here for me. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like a, a session um in some ways yes in some ways no okay. that's a super shitty shitty answer <laughs> but yeah it's I mean because there's like there's this kind of myth of Berlin sucking you into the maelstrom of Berlin and mm-hmm. in for some people it's clubbing and taking a lot of drugs but you know for other people it's just coming to a place that's super bohemian where you can be whoever you want and also reject ideals of like having to have a mortgage having to have a standard mm-hmm. yeah. like way that your life pans out yeah. yeah and it's quite enchanting it's kind of like neverland you can just do whatever the hell you want for as long as you want and nobody's going to judge you for it. And I think that is... a young city in that respect. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And so that's what kind of like can draw you in and, I don't know, make you forget about being super productive because in a way it's nice to have a break from being... You know, have you heard this phrase like the cult of productivity that's being bandied around like all a lot of blogs and stuff that I read, they often talk about the cult of productivity, Uh which is kind of like what we're in now Mm -hmm. because we're like bombarded with media and everything. Like it's kind of like this thing that everyone gets sucked into that they have to be super productive. There's all these like seven ways to make your morning more productive, you know. I have seen blogs like that. Oh, okay. So there's a a term for it, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, there's, you know, I think you see people in cities like New York and stuff Mm -hmm. really subscribing to that belief system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But I I don't know, it doesn't really go with creativity for me. Like on the one hand, I like to get things done because then you achieve and you Mm. get to, you know, maybe have play bigger shows and do bigger releases and meet cool people and have a lot of fun. But on the other hand, like being stressed about productivity is something that I don't 
yeah, it's something that yeah. I don't really like. Yeah. And so are you saying that Berlin is part of this cult? Of no, I'm or? saying it offers you an opportunity yeah. to just step into an oasis of complete unproductivity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is <laughs> funny because it's like, you know, people will come here and be like, we're going to Berlin, I'm going to like do my album or do my art or write my <laughs> script. And then they just... Get nothing done. AKA do a lot of K and like, you yeah, know, just exactly. Like it's just like life experience, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a very, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's a very sleepy, sort of lazy city. So it's very easy to just procrastinate yeah. the totally. hell out of yeah. your creativity and your productivity. Yeah. But sometimes that also then ignites new ideas like mm. I, I know for, for me for the writing is I, I don't think I've ever been more productive with my writing than I was it, I mean in Australia I just felt blocked and I felt like I couldn't do it and I felt I didn't have the confidence or the ability and somehow Berlin released all of that. Mm. Maybe it just gives you like the time and the space to because I think sometimes as well we get a bit scared like we think mm. oh, I can't do that because I can't just come out with doing that if I'm not already an, a pro at it. Yeah. Whereas in Berlin, yeah. you can literally do a gig if you've played guitar for like one hour, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's like anyone can do anything here and you can yeah. be whoever you want to be, which sounds trite maybe, but it's true. Mm. And so, yeah, maybe that's why you felt it gave you mm. more freedom. I think it's happening to me now. Like I think there's been some time to gestate on a few ways that I used to make music in Australia and now I'm like, I've changed a lot of things like I I'm moving away from full electronica and wanting things to be more live yeah. um changing my ideas about my own image and how I want to portray myself yeah. as like a woman on the stage yeah. Yeah. in the public eye like things like this that yeah. maybe they would have changed anyway with age because I've been here for five years and you age and you mature but also I think the city has influenced that right yeah yeah so what what are those thoughts of how you'd like to portray yourself image wise so I used to be all about like fashion and being super fierce or right. and I'm still like into it to mm -hmm. some extent, but I don't know, like recently I was like, oh, I'd love to just wear a balaclava on stage and just <laughs> completely cover my face and have people never see my face because, yeah. yeah. I don't know, I just think that's an interesting – and then I was like, you know, of course getting fashion about it immediately and being like, oh, and that could be a bejeweled balaclava <laughs> yes. and it could have all Sequence. shit all over it, you know, and then um, – Like and a then, bit of a see a move. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, totally. And then, well, not see it, Kanye West, because then I was <laughs> alerted to the fact that Kanye West totally did this like three years ago oh, on his he? Yeezus okay. tour. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit. Riot. I didn't think of it. Pussy Riot. Well, that was True that. They, they were all covered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. But anyway, Ballad Clava was anyone. From, um, do you remember the guy from Home Improvement? Do you remember that show? What? You mean yeah. oh, Al, the over-the-fence guy? Over-the-fence yeah, guy yeah, yeah. and the whole... Um, <laughs> Series? Yeah, the whole show. Are you suggesting I should, like, bring a fence on stage with me and, like, <laughs> have a bucket hat? to the audience, <laughs> they would cover his face. It was just, like, the biggest mystery <laughs> who the actor was, you think, um, as an actor. It's kind of weird, but... That's pretty funny. Yeah, true. He'll, he'll always have anonymity. Like, he will yeah. say, I'm Al from Home Improvement, and everyone's like, bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> and then he just has <laughs> a fence, know. like, a little... Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, it is you. <laughs> oh, cool. So do you see yourself um, staying in Berlin long term? Well, like how far yeah. ahead do you look at your time here? Oh, I never look ahead. I look ahead to like when's my visa ending basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is next summer. 
Um, and then when that time rolls around, assess then, do I want to stay? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Apply for another visa. If not, where to next? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And Adam and I are like, we're still together and we're still super on the same page about that, like about being flexible about where we live. Mm -hmm. But one thing's for sure, we're not moving back to Australia. And why not? Because... I don't know. It doesn't resonate with either of us anymore mm. that much. Yeah. I don't know. What's your? I mean, yeah, you guys I, were. We, we I, talk about this a lot. We talk yeah. about it a lot. Yeah, it's and it's a general theme, isn't it? It of, is of people that have been here for over uh, yeah five years and above. Yes, yeah. People talk about Australia as no longer being. Um, well, for me, I can only speak from myself. Sydney, I love it, and I love to visit, and I love my friends and my family, but it's not my city to live anymore. Mm. Yeah. Um, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, it's not that there, that there isn't a desire. I'd love to go back, for example, and work on a film or something. Yeah, I absolutely. mean, I'd love to go back with something. Yeah. But just to go back and like, well, okay, move back into mum and dad's probably for a few months <laughs> and then like it Let's out. face it, that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, like I'm pretty keen to like just avoid that yeah. situation. And um and also seeing, you know, how my brothers have struggled from time to time living in Sydney and they both both work as musicians and in the music industry. So mm. it's like mm. I don't know, it's just um but I feel really blessed to have it there, like sort yeah. of in my for sure. Back pocket oh my goodness! And, and to be able to go there and, and and take my kids there and and you know just and to refuel, like it's really yeah. good to like Isn't step it? away yeah. from Berlin because that can get a bit manic as well. Yeah, totally. And then like get all you know the dose of summer and nature and family. Yeah. But um, after a little while, you kind of like okay, itchy feet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely always happy to get back to Berlin when yeah. the time comes to leave Australia. What yeah. about New Zealand? Would that be on the cards for? Given your background, oh, no. I, <laughs> sorry for me to sound. No, I mean just because it's like this. I love New Zealand. Oh my god, it's such a beautiful country, and I love my. I have a lot of family there. Mm. I love going there, but um, it's the same problem as a, it's the mm -hmm. same reason why I don't want to move back to Australia. Like it doesn't yeah. resonate with me as a place to live. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm still very much a city person at the yeah. moment. Yes, and even like Auckland or Wellington. It's yeah. just not enough for me. Like it's this, they're great. Wellington's an amazing, have you guys been to Wellington? No. Never been to Wellington. I've never no. been to New Zealand. Really? Can you believe it? Oh my God. It's, know. it's, New Zealand's beautiful. I Wellington's sick. Yeah. Wellington's like a little Melbourne slash Berlin, you know, they're all kind yeah. of this same genre of city. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit Berlin-y. Yeah. A little bit Copenhagen-y. Yeah, exactly. Bit, what other ones can we throw in there? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, I would, yeah, I, I like going to Wellington, but I probably wouldn't live there. Okay. It's yeah. too small. It's extremely small. Yeah. So Japan? Japan, I like, I've thought about it for sure. Mm. Like. It's expensive, eh? Not as expensive as Australia. I think really? it's like similar. Wow, Australia's really? gotten okay. so expensive. No, that's crazy. Every time I go back to Australia, I'm like five bucks for a latte. What no, the hell? Well, yeah. <laughs> Angus was in Sydney and texted me. He's like, I'm about to pay fifteen bucks for a smoothie. Are you serious? Like, At Bondi Whole Foods. <laughs> Sorry, I mean they are great. It's really beautiful food, but it's like <laughs> but organic just, almond milk with yeah, kale and, and yeah. super yummy. We're so spoiled like, here in Berlin. But like, then my brother explained. Yeah. He said, "No, but if you get that, you're not going to get a smoothie with your meal. That is your meal." True. And then so I was like, "Okay, meal. sure." But then, all right, it's still just, a yeah, liquid. Yeah, right. <laughs> liquid. I know. Liquid it's still a beverage. It still classes as a exactly. beverage. Yeah. <laughs> I was a bit like, oh, "Okay, that's what we're dealing <laughs> with." So maybe yes, Japan, exactly. if it's 
if it's yeah, I would consider it. It's it's weird. It's a weird paradigm for me, Japan. I don't know if we have like time to go into yeah, this. Yeah, go for it. But it's a weird paradigm for me because um, for a time I could visit Japan as like an Auslander, like a mm-hmm. gaijin. I actually just wrote a rap in Japanese about this topic. Oh, um, but yeah, just going to Japan as a foreigner and you're treated as a tourist which means you're treated really well like people are like super Mm -hmm. welcoming and accommodating to you but as soon as it crosses that line where you're like no I'm actually half Japanese I belong here and I have family here then suddenly you become subject to all of the social conventions that interesting Japan has for Japanese people and I don't know I'm sure there's Japanese people out there listening that I'm sure would agree. Like, mm-hmm. and my mum felt the same. That's why she left Japan. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of confines. Yeah, there's just rules that you're supposed to know that I don't know yeah. because mm-hmm. I didn't grow up there. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, if I if I knew how to how to behave and I felt comfortable, I think it would be a lot easier yeah. for me. But because I don't know half the time how low to bow exactly, wow. okay. what money you should give as a gift for this occasion. Like I don't know any of those things. Yeah. And yeah. And then you do a Google search and it's like foreigners in Japan trying to figure out how to live it. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. So I would love to spend some time there, but I probably wouldn't move there long term. Like mm. I think Europe for me is a really wonderful place um i never thought i'd be so enchanted with europe but yeah, um, yeah. have yeah. you done much like exploration around Europe? a bit yeah. yeah i mean as you do like when there's a 20 euro flight i'm yeah. going to i'm going to salzburg on the weekend nice. and then later this month i'm going to riga you know the oh, capital Latvia. of latvia yeah. i've actually, never been there i want to go to the baltics i want to go to Tallinn. i heard Tallinn's got a bit of a little is that estonia estonia yeah and portugal would be amazing yeah, yeah. Porto is amazing. I've you only been Portugal's to Lisbon not and in Porto. Eastern Europe. Though. No, I know, I know. I was just like, <laughs> I want to go to in addition Europe. to I'd love that, to go to <laughs> that's I'm like other. Joking, I guess, sorry. I know my geography. <laughs> Don't we worry. Play, I... We can play the geography game later. Oh yeah. Oh, no, no, I'll lose. I'll win. definitely lose. Um, no, you should. If you want to go to Eastern Europe, you should also go to Bosnia. Okay. I'm okay. always trying to spruik Bosnia because I think Bosnia is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sarajevo is the most beautiful city. It's in a valley and I don't know, you probably know vaguely the history of yeah. Sarajevo and Bosnia because mm-hmm. of the war. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a gorgeous city. Gorgeous. And like everywhere, Mostar and all other places. And they have amazing nature. Like okay. you cool. wouldn't necessarily think of it, but it's yeah. incredible. Wow. So does anywhere else resonate as a place you could think about living? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like there's so many places that I like, but, Mm. um, I guess you would always try to, you always try to upgrade, Mm. but the idea of moving somewhere like London or Paris really freaks me out because they're so intense. Like when, when I visit, I'm always like, Ooh, you know, so I don't know. For now, I'm super happy in Berlin and I I don't see myself leaving anytime in the next few years. I'll probably end up staying as long as you guys, maybe (laughs) longer. cool. Let's see. Mm. So one of the questions we ask most of our guests is what could Australia learn from Berlin and vice versa? Mm. Um, Well... Australia Australians could learn how to drink responsibly. <laughs> oh yeah. We were just talking about that the other day. Yeah. When, like people are drinking here in public and like and you were like, see, and nothing's happening. Like Yeah. Whereas in Australia people go crazy. I know. Mm. I don't know. It's I always like wonder whether it's a chicken or egg type of situation mm. where it's like, because we have so many rules, we tend to rebel, therefore that's yeah. why we're crazy drunks. It's because of the rules. But then I think if we didn't have rules 
would it be worse? Like, you know, I just yeah. think the rules are yeah. there because we're idiots, you know, like yeah. I, who knows? But it's amazing. Like I, I think the German law is something that you can, you're allowed to drink beer and wine publicly in a restaurant with your, as long as you're with your like parents from age 13 or something super young like this wow. and in the home whatever you know just yeah. it's up to your parents and then from age 15 you can buy beer and wine and then from age 18 you can buy spirits and everything right. as well so it's kind of like the drinking culture is embedded from a super young age yeah. here mm-hmm. but that doesn't make people crazy it just mm. teaches people how to drink that responsibly. it's actually yeah just a kind of normal yeah element of life yeah. or something yeah i mean maybe you just like have a super lit night when you're like 14 or something Ooh. Oh, your sad. time is up. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so and what do you think? What was the other way? Um, yeah, what, what could, could Berlin learn from Australians? Oh, that one's got me in a pickle. What could Berlin learn from Australians? To be a little bit more, I mean, this is for maybe not for Australians in Berlin, but just Berlin in general, to be a little bit more just friendly at face value, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Berliner Schnauzer. You're not the first to say Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe just a, a hello yeah. would be nice. Although it does Australia. change with the weather. Have you noticed that now? Absolutely. It's a beautiful yes. sunny day yeah. here. And what is it, May? And pe- like this city transforms herself. Mm. Yes. When, once the sun comes out, everyone's in a great mood. It was I funny because I was joking with some friends like about how, you know, how like you go to the shop or something in Australia and you have a little chit chat. Yeah. And then here it's just <laughs> it like, you just do not What do, do you want? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you know, wouldn't it be nice if you could do that? And then like literally left that cafe and I was like, oh, I'm just going to pop into Bio Company. And then the woman was like <laughs> looking at my, I had some like vegan cheese or something. And then I was just like. She's looking at it like, hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's made out of this stuff. And then she's like, oh, interesting. And like, is it like, why do you take that? And oh, well, maybe I should try that. And then we had this little chat yeah. about chat. it. And she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's like four euros. Thank you. All right. Have a nice day. And I was just like, Unheard oh, I just of. got proven wrong. Like literally <laughs> I was bagging out customer <laughs> service in Germany. Oh, but yeah. um, there's always an exception. Yeah, there are. Yes. I think overall, though, yeah, it's, like, it is pretty. Yeah. And Berlin customer service is not. Yeah, Known for its friendliness. But. Yeah, that's no, true. No, I've definitely had some grumpy bartenders, but yeah. that's and all right. And waiters and waitresses <laughs> yeah. and post office personnel yeah. and bus drivers. Just list every <laughs> profession now. <Yeah. laughs> um, so what's do you have anything coming up? Do you have some gigs that we can plug? Yes. Um, so my project Killbot Kindergarten, which I've spoken about with my boyfriend, Adam, we're re-emerging okay. like a phoenix from the chrysalis. Ashes. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Just mixing metaphors. Um, on the 20th of July. Okay. At Bader House. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So come, everyone. Bader House? is in the Eravigalanda, you know, the... Oh. Um, uh, uh, like where... Place? Yeah, yeah, where Haubentacher or mm. Urban Spree, yeah. like uh, mm-hmm. Astra, all these places are. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool, so that's awesome. in July. And then you're still doing stuff with Zap. Yeah, yeah, so around. we've got, actually yeah. we've got heaps coming up. There's stuff at the end of May and yeah. early June and, yeah. So are you just, touring with them a bit as well? Um, no, I'm mostly doing the Berlin shows at the moment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm focusing on Killbot Kindergarten a bit more. Killed but yeah. kindergarten. Cool. Yeah. And uh, we'll put all the links and websites down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, my Shamisen trio. I have a trio with two other girlfriends and we're playing professionally now. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I can link you. And who are yeah. those, those two things. other musicians? 
uh, a German girl called mm-hmm. Martina Kopp and uh, a Japanese girl called Shiomi Kawaguchi. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both live here in Berlin. Yeah. And yeah, we started up around April. It's fe- really fresh, but we've been friends and playing together for a while. That's so. awesome. Have yeah. you had much like engagement with the Japanese community here at all? Uh no, not until Shamisen stuff, and okay. then that then it's now starting to happen. Yeah. yeah, which is cool. There's actually a pretty big Japanese community here. Yeah, and in Germany at large. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, super interesting. Yeah. Thanks Yay. so much. Yuka. Thanks so much for so having me. So I know cool. I like couldn't stop talking. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> that's what we like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, good luck. Ooh.